A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Oh, what are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Your source for lore and so much more. I'm very much enjoying this speedy intro. It, it, it kind of hits me sideways because of how long the old intro was. Uh, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Tom or Robots. I'm here with Lotus and we're talking about more Daedric creatures. We're getting really close to the end, Lotus. I know we're we're it, we're to the T's. We're to the T's. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, there's not only many so more. many letters left. That's true. The alphabet has told us that we are nearing yes. the end of the alphabet. So there you if go. You, if you look ahead in your textbooks, you'll find out that there are actually only 26 total letters 26 letters and we're almost done uh but hey thank you for sticking around for this ride getting through all these danger creatures we have some other ones i mean i like to say this all the time these things are weird and we've got some other apocrypha focused kind of creatures a little bit and some other things going on so we're just gonna dive right into it and lotus we're starting with the tome shell this is one of the newest danger creatures it is and it kind of matches exactly what you would expect from Apocrypha. I'm sort of surprised that this didn't exist before ESO. Yeah, so if you are not familiar, it is a book with eyes and tentacles that flies around kind of like it's from Harry Potter. Yeah. That seems Think like of, a good description, right? Yeah, no, I mean, kind of. It, it's It's weird because if you think of like a hermit crab, but instead of a shell, you have a book. Yeah, so you have a tome shell. Tome shell, <laughs> like the tome is the shell. I get. I guess that's where it gets. The yeah. Name, right? Yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do, as we normally do. I'm gonna read out some of the part, some of the details from the UESP about each of these, and then we're gonna go into a little bit more detail. For this one, there isn't a whole lot. Don't worry, though. The other ones, yeah, the other ones are a little more involved. A little more involved. Yeah. We've got our dagger fall, uh, daggers, battle spire pull this week as oh, well. Oh yeah, we got some got some good <laughs> ones coming. Um, but this is the tome shell up on the screen right now. It looks like a book with eyes and tentacles. That's a pretty simple description. Here's what it says on the UESP: Tome shells are daydream spirits native to Apocrypha that inhabit discarded books similar to the way hermit crabs inhabit <laughs> discarded shells uh, they, and other things too if you live in Florida and you see hermit crabs on the beach which <laughs> it's a thing you can find them places sometimes they're in like garbage because they're like mm, this makes a good shell um, these are in books uh, they are mostly harmless but can lash out when threatened they are considered a type of daedric vermin so we've talked about some of these other vermin like creatures uh this one doesn't look like a real world real world like nern creature it's still very daedric uh and their pages are known as feathers and can be used for magical rituals that's handy yeah you have to wonder what's written on those pages like what do you think is actually 
on is, is this just like some they're book? floating textbooks yeah uh, textbooks in about college they just make things super easy because they just hover over with the exact chapters you need nice okay all right so they're <laughs> textbooks but you have to wonder like we've spent a lot of time in apocrypha with the most recent uh last year of release content for right. eso there are i don't know how many books i think somebody should probably go through all of those zones all the zone and all the little mini them. dungeons and count all the books and find out yeah, I, you bet, I bet i bet nobody will i bet there's a like a good hundred 200,000 books. Also, I bet nobody could fact check them because if we got one person to do it, that's already one more than I would ever expect. Yeah, it would take a very long time. But my question here is, are these like the like the watchers, which we're going to talk about later as well, but they've now like hidden themselves in books or like what does the rest of their body look like without the book? And also, did they just pick a random book and just be like, oh, that one fits. I'm going to get in it like a like a hermit crab does. Actually, so Weather uh, Dragon just joined us and mentioned uh, that somebody actually looked inside and it's the ABCs. He's pretty sure it's TES Benefactor who's <laughs> joined us before. Which that totally seems like a thing Benefactor would oh. look into. Oh my God, we're going to have to confirm this. Like it That's looks like Daedric text. I now need to actually look into this Here. too. If you, look, that, if you look at it real zoomed in. That uh, would not surprise close. me in the least. It's, that is hysterical. Yeah, it, it looks just like Daedric text, but things don't look like they're spaced out in words. Uh, so it might just be oh, yeah, the Daedric just, alphabet over and over yeah, and over again. That might be a thing. I'm going to have to go in the game and, and get as close I know, as possible I get, to find like, out. I want to just screw around with like zooming in and getting it from different angles because I, I that totally seems like a thing that they could do. That's really funny. Yeah, this didn't occur to me when I was getting ready for the show. But like right, now, to try to like twist it and see if we could get an angle to see what's literally in the book. Right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I should have thought about this question earlier and just well, done a little bit of research. But we'll, I, again, I, I can follow up if I can get a view of this mm -hmm. because I have the tome shell pet. And if you place yeah. them in your house, you can rotate them. Mm. So you can rotate it and see if you can read inside the book. Do you so. think that's a violation? Would, would the tome shelf feel violated? Would he be like, yes. oh, stop looking under my feathers? Yeah, stop, stop looking, <laughs> because stop they're looking called in feathers. my binding. Stop, yeah, that's enough. Please please ask permission first next time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you open the book and it just says no. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess we're done here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's tome shells. Uh, not a whole lot else to say about them. They show yeah. they're floating all over the place in ESO. New enemy or not even an enemy they're not usually an enemy. passive they're passive um they're just like they're vermin they're, they're, they're just kind of going about doing their own thing they don't really care um and they don't show up in any of the other games just eso they don't i honestly once they're one of those additions that makes total sense and you're surprised it wasn't there before they were added like right. especially with the dragonborn dlc when you're roaming around in apocrypha mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, no, they were just floating pages. They never really went into one of these creatures. These ones totally fit. So it's just like, oh, yeah, all right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, which makes sense because with more time, with more games, they've got more oh, time yeah, to flesh, flesh things out, out a little bit sure. more. They add more stuff. Uh, and I know that drives people crazy with the lore because they're like, well, it must not be real lore because it, if it was, it would have been in Skyrim. And it's like, yes, how many I times can, can hear we... their neck beards growing? Right. Uh, like, how many times can we do this until it's just like, oh, the only thing that's real is in the uh, the design docs of Arena. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> Like at some, like you keep pushing the line around. Whatever it's, yeah. it's in the gotta, game. It's 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 canon. It's a game like, thing. Well, again, it's it's their story to flesh out. So it's why I would, I would, as long as it tends to have some degree of consistency, I'm usually pretty amused. And if it's not consistent, give me at least a half decent re reason why. Right, right, right. And and I think the other thing a lot of people forget is like 
if you're playing the games now in 2024, then at some point you're going to be like, oh, well, these games are canon because they're the original set. And then you have the newer games or ESO or whatever. You're like, oh, that's not really canon. But if you jump ahead 10, 15, 20 years, people are going to make the same argument, but they're going to include ESO because they're like, oh, that's one of the older ones. So that like, we're just going to keep pushing the boundary around and it's just silly. So why don't we just say, okay, it's in the games. It's, it's canon. Some now let's not argue canon, but argue more of like, does it make sense or is it right? Yeah. That's why when you get into people also like to pretend it's like, well, the old games are the like definitive thing. So I have trouble when I'm like, get in some of the old games and some of, some of those spinoffs get real weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely all right let's move on to our second one yeah speaking of real weird speaking of real this is your battle spire pull for the episode yeah um, we're already here all right, right. vermi vermi are a type of gaunt and sharp tooth daedra that serve as dark minions of the lesser daedric lords they are aggressive and mindless i love some of the description in this so so pay attention and typically attack all who approach it is said that the vermi have no thoughts <laughs> They don't think at all and therefore cannot fear because if you can't think, you can't be afraid of anything. Right. Right. They are sometimes uh, sometimes responded to attempts at communications. They have sometimes responded, but never in any intelligible way considered to be one of the most idiotic Daedra. (laughs) I love that title. So before we finish with that Uh uh, thing. One thing that I've brought up a bunch of different times is when you're playing through the Elder Scrolls Legend Battle Spire, um, if your speech is like high enough and stuff like that, you can start conversations with all these weird things that normally in the newer games, they kind of just attack you if they're an enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that game, you could really kind of talk to pretty much anything, which is weird. Um, Clan Fears would talk and Spider Daedra would talk to you. Well, Spider Daedra still talk, but... Clan fear is not really a thing. Scamps don't really talk very frequently type of deal. And I remember trying to get the Vermi to talk to me. And a couple of them were actually passive, but they just kind of went. <laughs> they they like, didn't do anything. Right. And they just gave right. you like, I always play with subtitles um, just for myself and others when possible. Sure. And I remember several of them were literally just like its response was just like, dot 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 <laughs> right that's not they're not even able to speak like, this thing's got nothing <laughs> right like, like you're i just sort of assumed my speech wasn't good enough to draw it out of them i think they just aren't i think they just gave me like i don't overtly want to attack you because you have a high enough speech thing but i got nothing upstairs so yeah boots your corgi is smarter than these oh things. yeah yeah, especially if you put like a carrot somewhere, <laughs> he suddenly becomes very smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here, I'm gonna uh, let's continue with the the description because there's still more more fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, there on is this one. more. I just uh, figured I would add. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good addition. Uh, those who summon them can control them through pacifying helmets. At some point during the early second area, the, pro- the prodigal student Feindor of Aegea Rel summoned Vermi through alchemy to serve him out of spite, Nirinth, 
uh, had those same Daedra torture him. Of course, summoning Daedra always turns out bad for the mortals, right? It's great. I can't imagine what you mean. <laughs> uh, Ingasa, a servant of oh, Clavigus. Nagasta. Ingasta. Sorry, I messed yeah, that up. Uh, a a servant, slowed. <laughs> yeah, a servant of uh, Clavicus Vile summoned Vermai to guard his tower and kept them under control through helmets. The Vermai clan served Zenaida Nakara, aiding mm-hmm. Merun's Dagon in his invasion of the battle spile during the Imperial Simulacrum. Yeah. So, uh, I think, all right, so personal preference i guess for whatever you'd want to call this as a personal preference i think the um design from battlespire is very unsettling like they're really kind of creepy i do find it funny that um what's her name nakara does not look anything like these she's just like a generic like seducer style daedra <laughs> yeah yeah she um, looks uh she looks yeah like any of the yeah. other intelligent daedra or right i mean she's basically a hot booby lady from the yeah, 90s, yeah exactly. right? hot I, 90s booby, battle spire for everything yeah. um yeah. <laughs> but yeah the vermi like from Battlespire have like a very like horror-esque type of unsettling look oh yeah look at the concept art the concept art of these yeah I mean, the concept art is very weird yeah like those wrist bones are way too far really from the fingers <laughs> yeah yeah um but then when you get to what when you were referring to nagasta um trying to protect the like the lower levels of his tower those are straight up from so that's that's a one of the storylines to the elder scrolls uh, adventures red guard mm-hmm. and they are weird in a different way <laughs> yeah here let's let's look at the red guard ones oh and also the they have the they have the control helmets on yeah like, that's what i was about to specifically kind of say is the control helmet ones oh. are really because you almost think it's like a beak that's coming out of their forehead but it's really a helmet that they're wearing Yes, um, they're it's they're weird. very. They've got a very different look. It's much more of a. Um, I don't know. One of them looks sort of like a could belong in the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, art style wise, uh-huh. it's very like stitched together looking from from the angle. But for the most part, those helmets are what make them very very strange, just because they're they're. They're elongated. They're like they're they're elongated. Yeah. It almost looks like a horn coming off the top of it. Yeah. And they're just yeah, they've got like a pale coloring to them. They've got yeah, they they're Super they took weird. on a very different look, which just they look a little more horror movie esque, like insanity style horror movie rather than like body horror horror movie type mm-hmm. of deal if that if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah in chat they're talking about it uh you know like uh silent hill nurse vibes yeah yeah so, so, yeah uh, plague doctor totally. yeah yep. yeah it's uh they got a little bit of that going on um definitely weird uh, also the battle spire uh close-up of the face like this yeah one, the first one on the list here nice melty skin oh man they're like elongated foreheads with their ears yeah, way up forehead. high i can't tell if it's and... melted skin or if there's like just rot growing on its face yeah and they the texture on their skin has is like blotchy but then look at their teeth it's almost like they have all of these rows of like lower teeth that are pushing upward yeah it's, into it's their got face a, um what is it hr geiger is he the one who does yeah alien? yeah 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 That's, it is a little yeah. alien-esque yeah 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 it's that type of that type of creep factor going on type of deal mm-hmm. but yeah they're they are 
an enemy that honestly I think is really weird, pretty unique looking. I wish they actually used them a little more in the series. Yeah. Um, it's just those two games, like which is interesting. They've never been used in a non-spin-off game. Yeah. It's just offshoot games. So and and honestly, the back-to-back offshoot games, which maybe that's why they were like, oh, this is the problem with the series. <laughs> I mean, they've done some other <laughs> like, more horror-esque looking Daedra, especially in ESO. Without a doubt. You've got like the um um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna remember their names. You know the big lanky guys. You see them in Apocrypha sometimes, like the the big spooky lanky tall. Yes, ones. the 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 new horrors uh, that you're talking about mm-hmm. is that what you're talking about? Something there's, like there's that. New big things. Yeah, the like horrors, and then also along the same lines of the spindly thingies is the hungers. The hungers. That's the one I'm thinking of. Is that, I was hungers. gonna say from these from like are and similar. Stuff like that. They say they're similar yeah. to the hungers in their design, which maybe they leaned more into that. Uh, mind terrors. Thank you. That's mind that's terrors. actually there what they were called. It was uh, there's something horrors. Yeah, mind okay. terrors. That's yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Thanks, weather. Um, and yeah, that that's just it. It's like when you have like the hungers, very spindly, yeah. limbs, yeah. long snoot thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Creepy tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like they they're from like a Stranger Things. They're like a kind of like yeah, Stranger very much. So I wonder if because oftentimes we see either the transformation of a creature into a different creature or it being modified over game to game and over time mm-hmm. i wonder if maybe these got phased out more in favor of hungers as they went more in the series maybe maybe um i mean they can't talk so it kind of makes writing storylines around them uh, like they sure. become fodder enemy we've talked about fodder right which eso does generally need and utilize uh yeah. fodder enemies quite a bit these seem like that almost be a pretty good one to scoot back into the series as opposed to needing to make up a new creature type yeah i'm kind of surprised they haven't brought the vermi back in yet yeah and the little helmets that you could put on them to control them derpy helmets what if you had a dungeon where you go find the helmets you have to fight a bunch of them to get to the helmets but then once you find the helmets you can put them on some of them and then they help you fight like the boss of the of the arena Thin, get on this that's actually could be a really cool mechanic that would be really cool that like would be really depending weird. on how well your team does for the first half of the dungeon determines how many helmets you get which means how many that you can bring on and like like, like bring this. bring with you like into the fight lot, at the end actually yeah that could be really cool and then maybe the maybe the boss is easier because you brought five of them instead right, of four or you, three because yeah, you instead of secrets you collected more helmets for yeah for yeah yeah and then you just have to go through them again in order to fight the ones that the rest but like some of them you can just be like plunk you just plunk a helmet yeah, on yeah, them yeah 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 you know? oh, i like that i like that yeah anyway all right so that's vermi we've got yeah, two more to get vermi. to those are the vermi they're super weird and, and creepy and just a reminder Ugh. if you are listening most of our listeners are audio listeners if you want to see these obviously you can look them up but you can also look up the uh the video either the vod from the twitch or the uh, elder scrolls Lorecast YouTube channel and check out all the videos. But we have to go yeah. thank our patrons, so we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Hamish Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Dude, we are so lucky that we got Wes to do these voice things. I know, they're amazing. They're bumpers. They're so good. Uh, They're so good. This is the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons for being so awesome and keeping the show going. Thank you so much. And welcome to our newest patrons, Monkey Man 1 and Nick. I also have to wonder about Monkey Man 1's name because that assumes that there is more than one Monkey Man. So this must Mm -hmm. be a, a thing. 
and they were the first. long line of monkey men yeah they must just be the first in many uh welcome to the patreon thank you for first being of here. his name first, first <laughs> of his name monkey man one first of his name uh and also just nick that one's super simple <laughs> you rare, we rarely just get somebody's like first name you know um but thank I you for joining it. us we, we appreciate it and uh i hope you're enjoying the benefits of the patreon you can get ad free episodes you get episodes early you can get t-shirts and stickers you can join us on patron chats we've got a patron chat coming up in uh two weeks on the 29th so two weeks from now uh that's something you can get on and there's still plenty of time to sign up over at patreon.com slash elder scrolls lorecast also you can get shout outs like our daedric princes blinding vision curacy and sheogorth sweet roll thank you so much for your support you get shout outs every week and we have a new review this new review came Ooh. in from somebody you might recognize um this one says uh, awesome show with awesome hosts from ben of tamaria Hey, hey, I think I know who Ben of Tamaria might ben be. Tamaria. He maybe has been on the show once or twice or a dozen times. He's been around for a while. Yeah, <laughs> he's been on the show. He does his own shows on the Robots Radio Network. You should go check out the stuff that he's doing. There's lots of cool stuff. Join us on the Discord. Look at Robots Radio Twitch. Find all the links. Uh, go check out Ben of Tamaria. Um, but Ben writes, uh, hey, Tom and Lotus, realize I never gave this show a review, LOL. This show is amazing for anyone who loves the Elder Scrolls series. Tom and Lotus break down the lore of the series very well for anyone who who hasn't looked too deeply into the world keep up with the awesome content and stay safe in tamriel thanks ben ben does Appreciate lots of cool you, stuff yeah um lots of just uh, he's a co-host on the uh, cyberpunk lore cast he does um i'm gonna f- like have a brain fart here let me look wizarding through the list world wizarding world that was the other one that was like, um, on the tip of my brain um he's, there's a star wars one yes uh that one is called i'm looking this up as we go uh Holocron Histories. That's the name of that the one. Holocron Histories. Yeah. I was like, it's got a better name than the Star Wars one. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> like the I'm Star Wars on. one. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's lots of shows on the network, and they all get jumbled up in my brain. But go check out that stuff if you're interested, and thank you, Ben, for the review. Also, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out on a future episode of the show. We also appreciate it if you take the time to give us a five-star rating on Spotify or whatever podcast you're listening to this on, sharing with your friends, doing all of that stuff, or joining us on the, the Twitch, uh, being part of the live audience. It's always fun to have people commenting and stuff on here. So thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. Let's move on with the rest of the show. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of Sidis. That is why the Night Mother loves you. All right, we're back. And Lotus, I think I found another one that's going to be one of your favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've reached W for watchers. Watchers. Watchers are so freaking cool. Look at these guys. Look. Look at look at look at these little little buddies, little eyeballs with tentacles. I love I love the Watchers. I think they're wonderful. I, uh, so Watchers are really neat. They're, they're like, I mean, I know these are actually um, not super unique to the Elder Scrolls. They're yeah, like, I mean, they're basically beholders. That's what I was going to say. Even I kind of revised Dungeons, beholders Dungeons from Dungeons reference. and Dragons. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, but uh, yeah, somebody showed me that. I was like, oh, yeah, they're just whatever that thing is. And they're like, yeah, it's a beholder. I was like, OK, yeah, they're that. Um, but these things are pretty neat, actually. Most of them seem a little less fierce and bloodthirsty than beholders from what i understand but yes beholders in dungeons and dragons are very very dangerous they're very high level enemies if, if i remember if i'm recalling correctly i'm sure somebody can mm-hmm. correct me on this it's been a while but um these not so much 
No, and I mean, there are definitely varying sizes of them, and they can, like, oftentimes you will fight them as, like, they'll be gatekeepers and stuff like that. So that's it's totally, like, a thing where you, they're not necessarily pushovers, but they're all over the place. Like, some of them are huge and, you know, relatively threatening with, you know, magicka powers and stuff like that. Other ones are tiny and... Cute little baby guys, little yeah, watchlings. Some of them speak. Like there's yeah. a decent amount of them that are there that talk. Um, I don't know where person. they talk out of because they don't have mouths. They don't have mouths, which is weird. I assume they just use the little flappy fin things and they just <laughs> the make fin, like the, like like a hand puppet. Yeah, <laughs> not like, sure they talk. Hello, everybody. Hello, yeah, nice No further thought on that. Needed. I would. I would um, rather. Th- I, I think maybe their eyelids blink, and that's how they talk like their eyelids or their mouth that would be disgusting all right it's mm. not how they're animated it's just it's just in my brain how it works i also feel like that would be a very unpleasant sound effect of all the wet smack i mean our mouths are wet i don't know my mouth has spit in it yeah. like right? i did like, just drink water too so like you know what i don't are... want to think anymore about this. <laughs> about wet parts of our bodies all right cool all right <laughs> watchers on watchers moving on all right here's what the uesp says uh watchers also called doom truths cool name are flying tentacle daedra with a large eye in the center of their body watchers are quite nimble and can shoot beams of energy from their large eye they are knowledge gatherers and minions found in the service of Hermaeus Mora, modeled after the prince's appearance. Yeah, they're like little Hermaeus Moras that aren't yeah. as gross, I guess. Less tentacles, less eyes. And less like black, gooey, gooey. Yeah, less evil mist. Mist goop around them. Yeah. Um, they may be the most intelligent of the Daedra, possibly receiving ranks in a hierarchy. However, they are known to serve other Daedric princes, such as Molegbal and Vermina. Locking eyes with a Watcher is dangerous. A mortal soul can be eaten away if one stares too long into their large central eye. Everything in Apocrypha is dangerous if you if you look at it too much. Um, some Watchers have a necrotic gaze causing the skin on a mortal's face to tear away if they stare too long. They are able (laughs) separate. uh, They are able to separate the lies from the truth, uh, which comes in handy to Mephala, adding to her powers of deception. This is the cute part. The term pocket watcher refers to watchers that are far smaller in size than the average watcher. These are occasionally kept as pets by some warlocks. Another term used to describe small watchers is watchling. They are no bigger than a human's fist and are not the offspring of watchers. So it's not like they're baby ones. They're just smaller. Uh, Right. They're described as runts of their kind and curiosities as opposed to terrors. It is unknown whether they keep their form forever or eventually transform into the larger versions. We don't know. Daedra are weird. They can change forms. They can they do weird stuff. Um it goes on, it says, most watchers, particularly those in service to Mora, are varying shades of green with orange or cloudy eyes. The watchers that serve Molag Ball are typically gray with blue eyes. You would assume they'd be red, but they're not. Uh, Amaranthine pocket watchers are vibrantly hued white slash purple watchers with purple eyes that once inhabited the ruins of Zainteraris. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Until an unfortunate explosion set them free, giving their color and origin. Sheogorath is suspected to hold some sway over them. Powerful watchers can also be red with green eyes. Dagonic watchers serves Mayrun's Dagon and are red. That makes sense. They're red for him, but not the other one. Not Molek Ball. Uh, In appearance to yellow eyes and nerves, similar in color to lava and shoot searing beams of lava. 
out of their eyes. Those in service to Mafala are black with red eyes and highlights. So they come in lots of different colors. They serve lots of different Daedric princes. Um, and some of them get really big and are kind of gross. How do you feel about that? <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, they're, um, they are neat. Uh, and they are like little mini moras. I, for some reason to me, they look more like ocean creatures than like... It's the tentacles. They, they've got this well, like squiddy octopus. Right. Thing they going have on. like they they definitely look very squiddy, um, which is interesting I, I, to just have as like an addition. Um, also, one thing: uh, the Doom Truth. Blinding Vision was curious about Doom Truths. Apparently, uh, I actually looked that up while you were doing uh, while you were reading through that. Mm-hmm. It's apparently related to the Cipher's Eye Pocket Watcher pet is something related to the name huh. um according to the uesp huh. uh so I, I i'm not entirely sure it seems like it might be the name of the little guy so oh weird um, oh weird like it's yeah. like one little itty bitty detail that was yeah that seems like here. a very specific detail but that mm-hmm. is, and it is doom truths doom um, truth yeah t-r-u-t-h yeah. so that that seems to be the the reference to that name um yeah i don't know they're like they're weird. I, I definitely like them because I definitely, you know, have mentioned how much I enjoy the uh, Hermes more Apocrypha theme mm-hmm. and all of that. So they definitely mm-hmm. fit in. But I uh, I really I enjoy the ones that talk personally. Nor- normally when things are overly humanoid, sometimes I don't care for them as much or like humanized like, yeah and, like and oh it's a weird creature that has nothing it doesn't look at all like a human I, but oh it can but attack it acts and, human. And weird or yeah i really liked the catalogers uh one of them is called scroot in yes uh, yeah right great character absolutely yeah. loved that character yeah. oh no um, oh no champion <laughs> now this other thing's happened what are we gonna do about that right like there's because, this like, like attitude at the same thing. time yeah. they were reading the threads of fate so they sort of knew what was coming but at the same time they're like Ugh, this is ruining everything i need you to fix this so that this thread of fate doesn't break but right. they also right. at the same time know what's happening <laughs> Right. So it's like, yeah, they, they were like a like an employee who hasn't been given all the all the details about what's going on. Right. Yeah. That's, that's sure, basically sure. what's going on is is uh, I think it's a she. I mean, it's a female voice, but I, I think it's a she uh, says things like, um, well, I mean, I was just working and doing what I was supposed to do. But you seem to be the chosen one from, uh, you know, from big guy. <laughs> you know, like, yes. so uh, I guess we're just going to go with it because right. he seems to trust you. But he didn't tell me anything about what was going on. Like, there's that kind of thing going yeah yeah um one other thing which actually i i i brought it up and then it's referenced on the uesp so i think we should really go into this uh as as i don't know if you scroll all the way down the beholder reference we made they were originally in the concepts uh the early build of arena but needed to be taken out for copyright infringement <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, Arena was basically a D and D session. Oh yeah, right. It started as a D and D session. Became way more unique over time, and oh it's yeah, a lot of the stuff like playing through Arena, man, like you run into some stuff that's like this is just a location from the lord of the rings <laughs> yeah what is so, this from what like, i understand uh, for the bits of things i've seen about like the creation of the series and things like that arena started out as a D session 
like Tamriel was a home baked D and D world, and they were like, well, how do we? How do we turn this into a video game? And and it goes. Right. But you look at the mechanics. We've talked about this before. The dice roll mechanics of being able oh, to yeah, hit things completely. Yeah, it uses the Thaco system, yeah. which people literally needed to teach me in chat what that was because I was like, "What the hell?" I keep putting on this better armor. My armor is going down. They're like, "No, no, that's good. I that's good. Like, that's what? good." The lower number means higher. The armor. The lower number right. is better. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it, it's interesting. I actually did not know that little thing, and they've got like a picture of it being all hideous yeah, um, here check this out check this out. <laughs> the beholder in arena i mean this is basically it, a beholder i mean it, it's, it's just straight it's up a blob so really not even kidding around with how on brand that was but um, it's a beholder it has a mouth which means it's not a watcher it's a beholder <laughs> it's just straight up a beholder um yeah. and yeah. yeah so that that was kind of an interesting little tidbit that i i scrolled down i was like oh i I didn't know that. Also, <laughs> so there you go here, here, Lotus. Uh, so we've got a, a variety of these different things, right? So, like, if we if we look on the screen right now, you've got like uh, this nice looking red one with a green eye, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a variety. Oh, wait, hold on, that's different stuff. Anyway, there's this one, which is the Dagonic one, and it looks like I mean, either that's really patchy skin, or it looks like the skin was like flayed off of it. Yeah, he needs to moisturize. There's a, yeah, that one, that one's a little, uh, And maybe get some skin grafts. Yeah, that one seems like it's been in, ha, had some problems. Yeah, that um, one's been charred a little bit. Yeah. Alright, so that's... But they come in a lot of varieties. Yeah, lots of varieties. I, I think these are really cool. Um, I like that they've moved away from the beholder thing. Uh, yeah, they the little ones are cute. definitely more unique. Right. You can have pets in ESO. Like, I, I love having my little squiddy guy following me, follow me around. Mm-hmm. They, they even, like, do little spins in the air. You know, like, they'll flip yep. over and, like, they're cool. They're cool little creatures and they are very, uh, outside from being influenced, like, from Beholders and D&D, they also are generally very unique because they don't look like real-world creatures so much as they look like something that's alien, and that's pretty cool. So, that's Watchers and Watchlings. Let's move on to our last one, The Winged Twilight. You've probably seen this in ESO because, you know, if you're a sorcerer, you probably have one was flying say, around with you all the time. But one one of the base game classes uh, has this as a summon. <laughs> yeah, they, they're kind of around all the time. And some people don't like that because they block your view or whatever, because they're like, it would also be weird to just be running around all of these cities with Daedra just following you all the time is a little weird. But it's, yeah. it's how they design the character. And it makes sense because like. Those kinds of characters, like if you're if you're a wizard in Elder Scrolls and you want to summon Daedra to work for you, that's a normal thing for them. So it makes sense. But here, here's what the UESP says. It says winged twilights are intelligent winged Daedra with claw like limbs, black horns and spiked tails. They can have blue or purple skin and their eyes can be red or blue. Their bodies are dappled with scales. They are known to operate as servants and messengers of Azura. In appearance, they have a beautiful feminine form similar to that of harpies with bat-like wings, though the feminine aspects of the wing twilight are more ravishing, in quotes, and their long, sharp, hooked tails are immeasurably more deadly. When working together, they follow a matriarch. Uh, winged twilights are also resistant to fire, poison, and shock, and can reflect spells. Winged Twilights are not short on cunning. They stalk their prey, waiting for an opportunity to take it down with their swift strikes. 
They swing their barbed tails to injure their foes while airborne. Some winged twilights wield shock spells in battle. They can also shriek at their prey to incapacitate it. Their Their screams are deafening, and those caught in front of a winged twilight as it shrieks will become stunned and confused. Their talons are used to tear flesh as well as grip rocks branches and other vantage points uh, it goes on some more there's uh, clearly some of these are in working for Mayor and Stagon and Molek Ball and Nocturnal and sure. a bunch of other other people and princes and all Major of that for hire like many of the others yeah but these these have a very familiar kind of look to them like they've got the harpy-esque kind of thing a female yeah. female humanoid body with big wings and talons and like even their feet look like they could like pick things up almost like their talons from like a, a hawk or an eagle yep something like that um what, what do you think about these, Lotus? So they, I, I like the fact these have been around for a while. Obviously, we've seen them in Morrowind and Elder Scrolls Online and the Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, but it is interesting because you mentioned the harpy part where they they do resemble, you know, like a, a harpy, like a more demonic harpy thing instead of like a potentially realistic fake creature, like fantasy creature type of thing. Um, and... The other thing is, I feel like talking about evolutions from game to game, we have um, the old form of some of the types of the seducers from like Battle Spire and stuff like that. Some of them had like these wing things and the claw hands. And it's like, it seemed like they almost got put in a different direction because the seducers now, when we had covered the dark seducers, um, <clears throat> they almost became like battle knights. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the the bestial part of them sort of almost morphed into what the Winged Twilight became. Right. Like the seducers so, were kind of like a proto version of right, both of right, them. Right, right. And they took it, aspects it, and kind of split them off in different split directions. Split them into two different creatures as yeah. time progressed, mm-hmm. um, which is which is pretty neat. And I, I think they have a pretty cool model. Um, like they, they've got a pretty cool design. They're, they're relatively unique. And um, I love... Um, their usefulness in Elder Scrolls Online as a healing skill. Because <laughs> if you have one of the versions, it is great for keeping you alive and your friends. So um, my sorcerer is always running one of these things. Yeah, thanks, Wing Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah appreciate that's, you. That's a feature you don't think about much with creatures like this that are, <clears throat> you know, horrific monster right. things. like. But again, healing? if you summon them, they kind of do your bidding. So it's like, well, okay, it's as long as you don't hand him a soul gem willingly, <laughs> you should be good to go. <laughs> yeah, right? Like the, uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever summoning Daedra, be very careful about your placement of soul gems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what things you allow them to do. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Right. So, but, um, no, I, I, I think these are another good addition to the series. They seem like they would probably be prone to, um, well, we had mentioned that they, they, they're in service to several different Daedric Princes. For some reason, I get the vibe with these things that they might be prone to selling their service to different Daedric Princes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't it, it mentions the ties to Azura and stuff like that. But I don't know. It seems like much like Atronox, where you can mm-hmm. kind of see them in anybody's service. These ones always just didn't strike me as having a strong allegiance pull necessarily. Right. They, they don't have 
Uh, they don't have the problem that the Vermi seem to have in that they are just <laughs> idiots. Like, yeah. they seem intelligent enough to do your bidding, to follow instructions, those kinds of things. But they also don't seem, you know, like the Zivoli, who we'll probably cover next week, mm-hmm. or like some sure. of these other Daedric races that are just, like, superior to everyone and everything. <laughs> right, And, right. Like, uh, like, maybe if you've bound them magically, they'll do your bidding. But they're going to tell you exactly what they think about how you're such a big idiot you know like and given the chance i will kill you it's like oh cool thanks i need to remember to sleep with one eye on you right right (laughs) all right all right i'll tie your shoes again but given the chance i'm lopping your feet off and eating them. right like okay cool. you could just bend over real quick so i could tie them to your throat (laughs) no no we're not gonna do that yeah no 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 death is permanent death is permanent for us for us creatures that are not daedra um yeah so uh i mean they look pretty cool i I don't know okay so getting into the designs of these things um the eso designs are fine like i don't have any problems with them they're fine but they are also some of the earliest designed creatures in the series because they, they like you said are. they were designed for you know, going around with sorcerers but if you look at like the the art for like legends uh, yeah the art for legends is always if you ever so are good. curious if something was in legends look it up it's oh my god the artwork to uh, the elder scrolls legends card game is just gorgeous yeah like they go from being like eh, this kind of the summoned creature and it's got a big long tail and a you know female esque body and some wings like in ESO too like them in legends like the details the amount of the way the scales on the skin look and they like some of them are pointy and they stick up and then you've got like the glowing eyes they've got then like like the wings have holes in like they've been in combat and there's there's uh, i don't know they just look so much more formidable and part of that i think is the way that uh even the way they're animated in eso because they're meant to just kind of sit there and float yeah, they next hover. to you. They just kind of hover and float. You don't ever see them like like those wings. Those are big wings. Like, can you imagine them dive bombing their enemies and things like that? Like, <laughs> right. That Actually would be terrifying. Into things with those claws. Yeah. Yeah. The, like if there was a dungeon where these things were like above you and then they dove down on your party and then maybe could pick up people and then drop them or something like, oh, my God. That would be way way more scary. And then casting spells at you and those kinds of things. I don't think we've gotten anything like that. Right. So. Yeah, these yeah, uh, they're, they're they're somewhat limited in Elder Scrolls Online because to your point, they were one of the initial things, and also it's something you control as well as fight because they are one of the things you can summon. Right. Yeah, I would love to see more of the bestial side of them and less of the personified human esque kind of side. Sure. You know, um, which means not just being upright and floating next to you. It would mean like flying through the air and like like right, like right, a bird right. of prey you know that kind of thing that would be really cool so that's a uh, wing twilight and that's what we know about them and uh i hope you enjoyed this episode we only have a few more daedra i think we've got one more episode of daedra creatures which we'll get to next week uh so make sure you you are with us you come back for that and we'll be here for that episode and then we're doing our our patron episode our patron chats maybe we'll talk yes. about some of our favorite daedra some of like which right. of these creatures maybe we'll do like a finale with our patrons that could be cool so lotus you have anything else going on that you want to share i know there's you've got some big news yeah um things kind of all aligned much to my surprise and it looks like um i will be going to the 10th anniversary of elder scrolls online in amsterdam so um i guess nice. if you're there i'll be there too which i had not really uh, advertised or talked about. A lot of people asked if I was going, and my answer up until literally 
last night was no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's an expensive uh, trip. I mean, we yeah, you don't live in Europe. <laughs> I, yes, I, I exactly. Um, so yeah, just a lot of things kind of lined up for me where it looks like now I am going. So I am really excited for that. Uh, nice. I, I actually I, got the chance to go to Amsterdam this summer because my wife. Yes, had a, I was going to say. I remember yeah. you mentioning that. You're mm-hmm. like, oh god, I yeah. don't know if I have it in me to go back. <laughs> she had a big a week long work thing, and then I, I headed over afterwards and. Um, it was, I mean, it's a really cool city. Like there's like, like the biking, the, the, everybody bikes around the city. Like the, it's so walkable. Um, there, there's some cool places to go see. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you uh, have a fun time. Yeah, and- no, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, obviously excited for the event as well and getting to see a bunch of people uh, that I've either never met or have been seen in a while. Um, our big plan is to do the first ever uh, in-person episode of uh, Tales of Tamriel because it'll be the first time I ever actually meet Ark after six and a half years yeah i mean I've, he's in turkey and you're in the u.s that's almost that's about as close as you can get to halfway to each other yeah. without being in the middle I of the atlantic when we looked it up it was seven thousand three hundred and fifty eight miles from yeah. my address to his address when we yeah. google mapped it or whatever um yeah so yeah very very excited for that so if you're going to be there um at the the event uh Say hi. Yeah, go say hi to Lotus. Go go give him a hug. Give him a hug from behind so it's very creepy. (laughs) It's totally not me panicking and (laughs) What is going on? Am I being hugged? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Oh, you're just giving me a hug. Am I currently being robbed? (laughs) But um, yeah, so no, that's... that's, that's There's nothing like being in a foreign city and getting accosted out of nowhere. Wait a minute. Oh my God, yeah, when we were in Paris and they're like, yep, watch out for pickpockets. I'm like, oh man. So at that point, I was just like assuming everybody was just trying to rob us. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to disguise the fact that you're a foreigner in a, no in a like there people are going to be like look at that American. <laughs> also, <laughs> like, I'm going to say five words and people are like okay, what accent is that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb, but it should be fun. So uh, I wouldn't sweat it too much. Um, awesome, man. Well, I hope you enjoy it and uh, should go check out Tales of Tamriel. They're yeah. always talking about. Elder Scroll stuff. So awesome show. Check out. Um, also, you can check out the rest of my shows, robotsradio.net. I do a bunch of lore shows about Elder Scrolls and Fallout and Lord of the Rings and a bunch of other things. Plus, we have a bunch of other shows like Ben of Tamiria's other shows on the network. So lots of other hosts, lots of great content. If you're looking for more stuff, go check that out. And uh, thank you for being here and stay safe for the next week until we finish up the Daedra uh, and try not to talk to any Vermi for the next no, week it's it's fine just be like the vermi and keep your brain nice and empty until next show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so uh stay safe out there we'll see you next time bye everybody see you later thanks for tuning in to the elder scrolls Lorecast. check out robotsradio.net for more podcasts just like this and join us on the robots radio discord be part of a community of over five thousand people who are excited about video games and so much more robots radio Games, lore, stories, community. Just press play.